Listening to the Talk of Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And today's episode is a discussional podcast episode where we talk about the news that seems important to us, dive into our community, ask some great questions from our community members, and then say goodbye to everybody. So, anything great Why happening we saying, this week? I, we just opened it up, and we're already saying. You tell bye? that joke every single time. By no, the way. I didn't. Yes, you, you do. Uh, tell uh, that joke every I haven't time. done that in years. I'm just pointing it out so that people don't get freaked out. Like, oh my gosh, you do the joke every time. It's been don't like that. Don't want that. Years. So, anything exciting happening lately? I don't know. Besides, you know, everything blowing up in the Pretty real much. life. Yeah. You, if you manage to do anything outside of that is the question, I guess. No, just work and... Work and family. family. Work and family. Work yeah. and family. Work and family. Well, the news didn't stop. That's a good thing. That's true. That gives us something to talk about in our podcast episode. So and that's, we're, and that's we're slowly getting caught up on the animes. Yes, yes. I think we're pretty much caught up for the ones that we're going to watch together. Right. So we, we just got a lot of We got to keep caught up on, on everything else. Yeah. That's that's the that's the struggle. Um, yeah, I was actually we were like one more episode to being completely caught up on the stuff they're watching together, and then the questions then going to become is what do we watch next? What is our next outside of the season project? Have has, has it been remember. decided yet? Did we ever catch up on the other shows? What other shows? I thought we kind of got stuck in the middle of one of them. In the middle of what? We were watching one show and then we got kind of cut off. I know that well, the last one that we watched through was Full Metal Panic, and that was, was the title for the season. So, did we stop something else for Full Metal Panic? No, no, nothing, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, maybe we should uh, do that. Amagi Brilliant Park. Is that is that the one you're going with? I know I, I was know. suggesting uh, Full Metal Alchemist, and Chris is like, "No, Full Metal Panic was yours," and I'm like, "No, wait now, wait now." <laughs> Actually, I think that wasn't recording too, so that's going to be repeating ourselves as well. I don't know. I, I I don't remember what my other show that was that I wanted to watch. You brought up Full Metal, or I'm sorry, uh, Amagi Brilliant Park, and that kind of got me stuck on it since then. So, yeah, I was suggesting that, and then you yelled at me about my my doubling up. Apparently, so okay. Well, when you think of that, <laughs> no. uh, I guess we can jump in the news. Uh, we have not too much news, but there are some really important news. So I guess that's a it's a mixture of both not having much, but yet very important stuff. So hopefully we'll get some discussion out of the important stuff. 
Uh, the first one that comes up is Bang Dream is getting two sequel seasons, so that's pretty exciting. We were, we were okay with the Bang Dream. It was it was it was okay. Yeah, it was cute characters just didn't have and stars. Yes, lots <laughs> and lots of star stickers. The star stickers. Yeah, I remember the star stickers. Uh, anyways, yeah, they're uh, not going to be done by the original studio, and that's the kind of the the mixed bag. There is that you have uh, Sans Against replacing Isin and uh, Zebek. Uh, Isin and Zebek, of course, did it the first season. Sans Again will be doing the new season. For those that don't know what Sans Again is, Sans Again is pretty much a CGI company. Uh, they did ID Zero here recently, BBK, BRNK, Arpeggio, Blue Steel. They have done stuff outside of CGI, but it's usually working with another company, like Arslan Senki. They did it with Leiden Films, I believe. I think also with Heavy Objects as well. So um, they're primarily a, a CGI company. So that makes me believe, and also based off of the little picture they have for it, uh, this will probably be a full CGI show. So keep that in mind. Uh, I guess set your expectations um because i'm pretty sure they'll probably go full cgi with it which i think they do fine with their cgi so they are they are one of the probably outside of you know like polygon pictures probably one of my favorite cgi companies when they go for that kind of chibi look with it like bbk brnk that's like that type of scrunchy look to it i like that in cgi that cell shaded look to it i didn't care much for arpeggio blue still so and of course bang dream looks more like BBK, BRNK, and their character designs. So I, I think they can do well. It'll, it'll be. A, I think uh, Arpeggio Blue still was probably one of their first mm-hmm. first tries. So right. How did ID Zero do? Mm, I watched a little bit of it, and it it was it was okay. It, I mean, it wasn't. Um, I mean, I guess it was in the same caliber as BBK, BRNK. The little bit that I watched, though. So keep that in mind. You also did like uh, some work with Mono, Miss Monochrome too. So. Yeah, the uh, as a side note, the, of course, the the second season is going to premiere in January of 2019, so it'll be it'll be next year winter. So don't get yeah again there set your expectations, and they plan on having the third season right into October of 2019. So both seasons in the same year. Also, as a side note, the uh, Bang Dream Girls Band Party is also on i iPhone iOS North America. So I downloaded that. That was. Kind of one that I was wanting to get because it supposedly has co-op for the gameplay, which is kind of weird. It's a rhythm game that has co-op. I don't know how that works yet, <laughs> but I do plan on trying it at some point. Uh, but it is basically a, a, a typical rhythm game, similar to something like Love Live and stuff like that. So if you like the Bang Dream characters, definitely check that out. Got some good music in there. They, the one thing that actually drew me to want to have Bang Dream over here when it was when I her, first heard people talking about it, uh, it's Japanese release. Is uh, they do a lot of covers. One that I noted that they have immediately off the bat in the store that you can buy, uh, you get like gain these old stars and the stars you can use to buy songs. Um, is the OP for Your Lion April? That was pretty right. cool. I was, was I thought that was kind of sick. And they apparently have done like Neon Jesse Evangelion and stuff like that. So. I don't know if all those songs will come over here, but it would be really cool if they did. So, Cool stuff. Uh, also, as a side note, during the same kind of announcements, they also said they're currently developing a male Bang Dream team. So they already have like three guys they've already selected, um, but they're going to do uh, a male version for, for all the fans out there. So they're not going to keep just to the Moe girls in their idols 
they'll get the they got the men involved here soon. So you think they'll be cute? No, they're they're pretty much they the guys they had in the video, they were kind of um doing the more cool, happy and stoic kind of look to them. Like the one guy kind of did like the yeah, kind of thing, you know, like he was the stoic guy. So, and he pushed up his eyeglasses, or you just did that because I did that because it kind of fits the same perspective. So, I knew that would you would kind of gather that idea. Like, the I guess similar to the the guys from what was that show called? Show by Rock, you remember the, the main three guys? Not ch- like extremely tuny be like them, but similar tones to their voice, not completely in those kind of characters because they were like live talking to them they weren't gonna act all weird and crazy tuny so they might eventually i i, just, I thought i was curious also because i've i've yet to ever actually see the bang dream girls <laughs> so i was like i've i've never seen I, the, the first scoop that i've got of these guys is i literally see them in actual person but i've never i didn't actually think that was a thing because i'd never seen the bang dream girls ever so uh i'm sure that they probably do stage events and stuff like that because that's how they make fortunes is doing stage events so I know just, that they're out there. You're not allowed to. I just I haven't seen them. You're just not allowed to see them. As an American, Every, yes, everybody we don't get to see them. Everybody else is. We don't get we don't get you. the stage events, and I don't go to the cons where they actually get to show up. I don't think Bang Dreams ever been in America. They wouldn't let they you might. in anyway. They might. They might. <sighs> you're being hater. You're being a hater day. <laughs> hater day. Uh, I guess that's it. Anything? Anything else? Jump out at you. Any other comments? Are you excited for the next season? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, I'll keep the same like character. I, I, I think that I think that um, Sens again will do fine. I, 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 so far I've liked most of everything that Sens again's done. Um, so I, I, I think they'll do fine. I really do. They got probably four characters on there, which I think most of them are probably from the other bands. So I don't know if they'll get new members or not. That'd be pretty cool though. Uh, and I would cool. love to see where they go with this story because we were we were kind of feeling a little bit miffed about where they kind of left us off at the end of that. Yeah, they they didn't really get around to the characters as much as I would want them to. I mean, they touched on them a little bit, but they never really got really deep into the characters. So, cool, 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 cool. Moving on, we have uh, Amanchu Advance has released a trailer for their next uh, arc, which is going to be the Peter arc. And from what I've hear across the internet, uh, that's not a good arc. Everybody's like freaking out on the internet, and uh, I, I guess I've I've checked a couple forum threads based on it. Um, I checked the forum thread and on the article for NN. Um, I've checked I've Twitter searched to see what people were saying about it. Uh, totally expecting myself to get everything spoiled, but thankfully not. It seemed like everybody's pretty cool about not spoiling what's going on. Uh, but the thing that I noticed with the trailer, and I guess I could, I guess I could play it while while I'm talking here. The thing I noticed about the trailer is, we kind of joked about it with our first impressions of the second season. But they were, we were joking about the idea of them like completely jumping the shark and going like crazy with this whole. Suddenly, the main girl is a a witch, and she's flying through the air with this other girl, and then we're wondering if it's actually going to be canon. <laughs> And now I'm watching this trailer and I'm going, wow, yeah, I guess that's not just a fluke. It really does seem like, I don't know, the writer got bored of the idea of doing a grounded slice of life. Or maybe I'm completely off base. Maybe this is all in her head and this is going to be some crazy 
just thing that she's going through. I don't know what the the actual story is going to be. It's just the trailer looks like it's getting extremely fantastical, like supernatural fantastical. And that's kind of off-putting to me, but at the same time, I I don't it might refresh it cuz like I've said in our first impressions, I'm always kind of back and forth with the Manchu. Uh, w- the first season, I was very not very warm on the very first part of it, but it really ramped up in the later half of it and I really enjoyed it. And I'm having the same effect to me in the second season. I'm very cold on it, and then suddenly I know where I'm. I'll, I'm hoping with maybe the, maybe the Peter arc does it. I will get really warm on it. I don't know, but like I said, a lot of the feedback that I was seeing, everybody's like, "Oh, I was hoping that they would not touch the Peter arc because it's the worst." And then the other people are going, "Yeah, this is where uh, basically everybody thought that she was losing her mind when she wrote this because it's completely off the wall." So I don't know. We have ships in the air, and she's flying a broom. Another witch, apparently. Uh, it apparently is not just... Um, okay. <laughs> okay, that's... that's <laughs> the trailer ends, and Chris says, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, that I, happened. I I, at first, I was like, okay, this doesn't look like it's all that fantastical. And then now, yeah, okay, ships are flying, and we've got a... Uh, a cat that's wearing a tux. So, um, yeah, that seems interesting. It, it kind of that it kind of threw me off the moment I seen the guy like jump forward and catch her after she fell down, and they're like flying out the window. I'm like, well, even okay, that, that's okay. Maybe just you know, maybe it's in her head. Maybe it's in her head that he rescued her. But then, yeah, the ship and the cat and the flying. The yeah, it, it, yeah. It's after this that it just starts going off the rails. It's like I, I don't know, I. I'm I'm willing to give it a lot of leeway. I I really like the show, but I I do agree. It is it's not a show that is based in in fantasy. It's no. it's, it's 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 grounded and I don't know that I feel okay with them them going off the rails like that. I I even even if I I mean, even when we were talking about them going crazy in that that one episode, it was like, okay, I've completely chalked it up to it was all in her dream. her her dream. And are we really going this route? I don't know. I mean, even if you were give some and and say, okay, it's just her um, exaggerating situations out so that she can feel like she is in more of a fantasy than she really is. I mean, even yeah, that, like a, a delusions of, yeah, of, of grander of romance or something like that, that she's kind of getting hit with maybe. And that's what I mean. It's like the, the two questions that immediately pop in my head. And, and if you, if you've actually read this Peter arc, we're not asking for a response to tell us what happens. I'm just worth throwing speculation out here. The concern that I really have is, is the twofold question. The one is, if it goes this direction, are you okay with that? Because technically the show is kind of sold on the idea of being very grounded, very in the moment, very laid back, very uh, – the wonders of of monotony, the wonders of nothing that's in this town, finding a joy there and going after it in this deep sea diving. And the other fold is really that, okay, if it does go this route, is it going to be something – yeah, where she's just jumping the shark and just going crazy with it, and suddenly she's just introducing fantastical things, or is it a thing of actually addressing something like maybe a, a psychotic disorder? Maybe she has something mental that's going on with her. Maybe she is struggling with some type of delusion. Maybe she's sick. Maybe she's having a fever dream. Maybe, yeah, she is blowing it up in her mind, this idea of this romance with this boy. 
those are the kind of things that kind of jump in my head immediately when I was reading when when I was watching this. But like I said, the concern really does start hitting me when I seeing the feedback and people are really negative on it. But hey, <laughs> we've, we've loved things that people are negative on before. So watch. I love this arc, and this is a, my favorite arc of all. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. I'm not. I'm not throwing it out of the out of the out of the water yet. So it's it's definitely cool that I've that has struck a an intrigue at least. Because like I said, it, it's it kind of went a little cold on me, but that's, that's definitely definitely get curious about it when you see cats with tuxedos. Yeah. All right. Um. Anything else on that one? Nope. Moving forward, we have uh, announcement for the premiere dates for the English dub version of Fate's Day Night Heaven's Feel first movie in theaters on June fifth. So if you are looking to watch that movie in English. Uh, definitely look for listings. Apparently, they've already listed them um, from Fathom Events uh, back on May 4th. So, they should already be listed where you can actually go watch it. So, you can book it and go check it out. Um, I doubt that we will. So, <laughs> we'll probably be waiting for it to come out on release, like always. I But that is also one of those ones where it's kind of like uh, the Kizumonotari, where it's like, I almost wonder if I should wait until, you know, we get all of them. Probably won't. I want to watch them. No, I kind of want to watch it. We'll hit it when the Blu-rays hit. At um, least the first first part, so that we can decide whether or not the other two parts are going to be worth the rush. I'll watch all of them. No, it, I know it, we'll it's, watch. It's going to be a do or don't. It's going to be. A do- no, <laughs> do I mean, it, it, will we feel rushed to get the other two if if the first one doesn't look like it's going to pan out really well? We'll still watch the other two, but you know, it's yeah. But my my point is more on the idea that if it's if it's face day, I want it bad. I want I want all of it bad. Even with Apocrypha, which didn't really pan out to be that great of a seri- uh, uh, an arc or story, end up grabbing me just because it's it's Fate Stay Night. I want to consume it, so I do. But that's cool. That's cool. I, I, congratulations to everybody that's near a location that they could actually watch it. I'll, I'll maybe maybe for some odd chances there'll be a listing over here. We'll, we'll I'll I'll check it out. Usually I'm not. Sure. The closest that usually comes I like to, to us be is delusional. Like a five hour drive. Eight, try eight hours. Come on. Is it eight try, hours? Try eight hours. It, it's, it's been a while since we've been to that part of the country. And yes, it is a part of the country because we are in another part of the country. <laughs> Gotta travel like two states just to watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so foreign to certain people, too. They're like, well, why didn't you go watch it? Uh, Yeah, it has to turn into like a whole day ordeal or a whole weekend ordeal for us. Anyways, let's complain again. Moving forward, we have uh, Anime Ego has uh, their successful Kickstarter for Gunsmith Cats completed. They reached $350,000 for Gunsmith Cats, which is great, because that covered pretty much all their stretch goals. Uh, some more interesting than others, but a uh, list of them is commentary tracks featuring director Mori Takashi and Sato Hiroku, or Hiroki. Uh, Ingo's commentary for the episode 2 with uh, Bennett, the Sage, and Mark Swint. Uh, postcards set for each of the uh, backers' tiers, I believe. Uh, how to draw a tutorial from Sonata himself, which is pretty cool. I thought that was pretty awesome. Uh, a sticker sheet. <laughs> okay, we're getting Sentai Good filmworks here. Good job. And English sh- you commentary. Got stickers, Andrew. <laughs> stickers. Yay, stickers. <laughs> wow. English commentary track for episode three with Amanda Winley and uh, Kimberly Yates. I hope I got all the name rights and they didn't auto correct some of those. But cool stuff if you're if you're 
uh, after the Gunsmith Cats Blu-ray, like I am, I already kickstarted as well. So did you dump it in on the first day, or did you go ahead and wait a little while? I didn't uh, wait on like the other stuff that I've waited on and and missed out on. So yeah, I I, I jumped on that one immediately because I like Gunsmith Cats as well. So it was it was a given for me. Uh, let's see here, Yuku Holder. Of course, you can. I think he's still doing. No, I think you have to. I, eventually, he will have it available on their website. So even if you missed out, there, there'll still be a chance to pick it up. Uh, let's see here, Yuku Holder is originally or was originally streamed on Amazon exclusively with Amazon Prime. Uh, will soon be on High Dive in the U.S. and Canada areas uh, starting May 25th. So if you were wanting to watch the show and you didn't want to get an Amazon Prime account. Uh, you soon will be able to uh, watch it on High Dive because technically it was a Sentai Filmworks title. So, is it feeling like High Dive is snagging everything that uh, Amazon had? It seems like it, uh, it hoard quite a bit this season. Um, it's like I said, I got the Apple TV just because of how many shows were on High Dive, and what two shows ended up on Amazon Prime. So, it seemed like there's a dial back there and a and an increase for High Dive. So, but it does beg the question though that if they're gonna like completely get out of the game. I mean, it's obvious they're going to keep with Noi Tamana until whatever they got established goes away. But I think the moment that anime strike went away, they were kind of given up on it, but not completely. I, I don't. I don't know what Amazon's doing at all with their streaming anymore because it's like they're get they they got rid of their music uh, storage system, which that was kind of like okay, well, I don't really care. It was just there because I tried it out, didn't really work all that well. Uh, and then they got rid of the anime strike, and then it seems like when I was searching for the anime that they were going to actually stream this season, because they don't announce it in anywhere, so I'm searching every day trying to find out what they're actually going to have streaming there, and I'm literally having to scroll through recently added stuff, which is just nothing but crap. Like, like it, it looked like some kind of Minecraft Let's Play and stuff that they're putting up there for like a dollar, and it's like, why aren't you watching what people are shoving onto your system they're com- they're just kind of clouding it with junk so i don't know i don't know what they're doing anymore that and increasing the price of prime it's it's i don't know anymore i i wanted to support them but they every second it seems like they're pushing me further and further away so it's not for us <laughs> right now right now it's not seeming like it's uh, 119 is like oh, okay. How f- are you gonna do like the whole cable thing where you keep going up every year? Uh, I have until like August to decide, so I'll, I'll see if I'm I'm gonna keep. T- I I probably will keep to it just because, like I said, I get my money out of the Prime. It's like I I buy things weekly and get free shipping, so it, it pays for it really quickly. Yeah, that and them having to have tax on there now. Boo! <laughs> I miss the days of no tax on Amazon. Uh, moving forward, we have uh, Masamune-kun's Revenge manga is ending in three chapters. Wow. So if you are a fan of Masamune-kun Revenge and have been watching that or reading that, um, here soon you'll be, it'll be concluding. Uh, Seven Seas is currently releasing it in America, so uh, that's exciting. So you can keep update on that one until it finally concludes. Uh, I think it says... Oh, it's also issuing a, uh original anime disc. Uh, that will be bundled with the manga's 10th volume that will tell a quote-unquote after-story for the manga. So, I wonder if that's, like, animated or if that's just, a just like, a still 
uh, slideshow kind of thing. I'd be interesting to see if that's going to be something that'll be posted up on Crunchyroll. Manga 2.5? Yes. <laughs> I kind of miss those. Mm-hmm. Crunchyroll had those for the longest time, and there was one really cool one that I wanted to see the conclusion of, and they, they stopped, and I'm like, wait, wait. I wanted the conclusion of the story, and I've like left to not know what happens in the end. It was that weird one where they were like, it was is something titled something like uh, recess after the end of the world or after after school recess or something like that, and it was literally like these kids that were in a world after the apocalypse where there was like nobody else there except for these like three kids, and they're just kind of traveling around, and it kind of retells what had happened up to the point that they were at, where these kind of orb things showed up and started eating all the people, and uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. I don't want a conclusion to it. They never gave it to me. I'm sure it's out there. Because it started, it started getting really weird um, with the kind of psychological aspects of the characters and what they were going through. I need to look that up. Find out if anything actually came with a conclusion for it. But yeah, that's that's cool. If you're into Masamune Kung's Revenge, you can see uh, it's got a conclusion coming up soon. It won't be something that just kind of disappears. I need to. I need to go and look into that. Well, it was funny because when they were, uh, when the show was coming to its first season conclusion, which we really didn't like that it had no conclusion, uh, a lot of people were saying there wasn't really much else for them to tell because they didn't have much content left. So this kind of, I wonder if this means that we would technically have about another season worth of stuff to go with. Possibly. Maybe we can get it. Looks like Seven Seasons got it, so. Yeah. Maybe which we'll... that is available here for those of you who are interested Yep, yep. I think that is Yen Press. Don't quote me on it. No, Seven Seas is, is Seven Seas. Seven Seas has their own yeah. uh, manga app. Oh. I think Yen Press does the Seven Seas. Oh, I, I, I didn't know that you were talking about app itself. I thought you were just talking about publishing. I yeah. could be wrong. Don't, don't quote me on it. I think. We're wrong a lot. I am. Goblin and Slayer. I do know that Jay Novel has some stuff on there too. So, Goblin Slayer's novel is getting a, a new manga adaptation. I was actually curious about this because at some point the manga's kind of stopped on uh, on Amazon because I was getting them on Kindle, and at some point it seemed like they stopped. And it was doing this other uh, person was doing like a backstory for uh, the Goblin Slayer himself. And uh, but yeah, apparently the uh, the series is going to continue on. Um, starting with the new release of the fourth volume of the light novel. So more Goblin Slayer is coming. Hopefully it'll still continue on Amazon with Kindle. That'd be, that'd be cool. Um, it might not be just Amazon themselves. It's probably, yeah, Yimpress. Yimpress is doing it on Amazon Kindle. So that's exciting. Uh, I do know that something we're going to talk about later is kind of interesting in the idea that, uh, the anime adaptation might have some changes as well. So. That's that's still that's still coming apparently, so that's cool. Have you ever checked out the Goblin Slayer at all? Nope, okay. not yet. I am still stuck on the other story. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think that was it. And I have not made any progress since the last time I, you guys have asked me about it. So <laughs> uh, that new manga is going to hit on May twenty fifth. By the way. Okay, uh, exciting news for Andrew. Yay, Noragami's coming back finally. <laughs> thank goodness. A year long? Wow, uh, poor yeah. Andrew. Uh, thank goodness. Uh, you, some good me, news me, for me once. Let check your wrists. Make sure there wasn't any slits there. 
No, I'm pretty good. Okay, pretty good. all right, pretty good. Now, um, so you, I, now you I, don't have to I worry about slit. makeup. You don't have you don't have to worry about slitting your wrist because Noragami is back, and I know that was why you were slitting your wrist. I was happy to see that uh, amongst all the mangakas being sick, the hiatus that are happening, that we finally can bring you guys good news, and that's that. Uh, whoever was sick amongst the two members of Adachi Toki uh, Cho- Adachi. Toka, that one's a hard one to say. Uh, one of those two members, maybe both. Uh, I think they just said one of the members was ill, and I'm really happy to see they're they've made a recovery, made a full recovery, and not we're, we're not just pushing this out while they're still making recovery. Um, because I really do love their work, and I want to see them recover. Um, because uh, their stories are great, and I, their animation is great, their art's beautiful, and so I want to see more of it. But yeah. Super happy to see Noragami coming back because I, I think I tweeted at some point um, that they had it slated for like October for the release of the next issue or the next volume, not even knowing when they were actually going to come back and continue making more of the manga. But I was like, wow, it's literally going to be over a year since the last time I read anything Noragami. So I'm literally going to have to reread the entire thing just to remember what was going on uh, because it's been that long. So. Um, yeah, I'm really, really happy about that. So that's that's great. They said, uh, let's see here. Their next volume or next uh, chapter will be in uh, July of this year. They'll see a return. There you go. Cool stuff. And like I said, they're, they're slating the release of it in America October. But like I said, that was something they posted up a while back. So that might change. Hopefully it'll move up. <laughs> but I'm happy. Again. Do you want to t- touch on your your status of reading that one? Is it still in the mind at all? Oh, I plan on wa- reading it at some point. Maybe maybe when that volume's coming out and I have to reread it, you can read it at the same time and then we can do like a review of it cuz I would love to talk about it. It's it's not only just the changes they made based off of the, the the kind of stuff that I think I mentioned to you about the slight changes they made to the manga that from the anime versus the manga. And uh, what I can see that kind of affecting the later part of the story, even if they, especially if they adapt uh, more material. So, um, hopefully, get more anime too. I would, I would love to see more anime coming out. But yeah, very, very exciting. Glad to see they're making a recovery. Um, next bit of news. Exciting news for Chris. I know. I'm what, sure. I know why you want to. You want to talk about this. One. <laughs> this title just caught me. That's all. It's because the of the title. title caught me it, just purely because of the title. Uh, basically, here we go. Uh, Aya na kao sare nagara opansu misete mora itai anime is going to debut in Summer Comicette. Uh, see, the see translation. Guys, all he wanted to do was he wanted to say opansu. Opansu. It's just plain as uh, Misete. Opansu misete. Yes. Uh, yeah, the title is translated roughly as I want you to make a disgusting face and show me your underwear. That's the title. Thank you, Japan. <laughs> Thank you, Japan. <laughs> From what I'm gathering, this is based off of an art, uh, a collection of arts. Uh, let's see here. It's a 70,000 prints that have been made of it. It's a book that has illustrations of collections of photo, uh, photo collections and manga illustrations which are all basically with different girls showing their pants to with really angry faces. So, 
I'm totally on board with this show. So it's just illustrations, and then they're apparently making an anime out of it, uh, a 24-minute anime that they will be showing at uh, the comic market or comic ket. So um, they will have a Blu-ray release as well <laughs> that, will, that will feature a sleeve drawn by Forihara, a booklet featuring a manga by Forihara, uh, setting designs, storyboards, and a B2-sized tapestry. That will release uh, for retail for 10,000 yen, which is about $100. Yeah. Dang. That's not too bad. You're, you're, you got to remember, this is J- Japanese pricing. That's Correct. pretty good. That is pretty good for Japanese pricing. Uh, granted, it is only 24 minutes, so that kind of that does kind of suck. Yeah, that's the way I was thinking. I I mean, one subtitles. episode for $100. That seems a little... Do you really even need subtitles at this point? True. I almost want to import this just to just to be one of the few people that is stupid enough to import this thing and review it on a podcast. You will have literally a podcast title that will say, uh, I want you to make a disgusting face and show me your underwear <laughs> review. How many of you will click on that review thinking? Are you saying that this, th- this. That, that title would be clickbait? I'm curious if it's going to be like, I am not clicking that crap, or if it's a, yeah, I want to click on that. Well, Andrew see, and Chris talking see, about yeah, some exactly. show me a disgusting face. Andrew and, and Chris underwear. wanting to talk about this is just eno- is, is reason enough for anybody to watch, listen to that episode. I wonder how many of these girls it's going to show, or if it's just going to be this one chick. I hope they show a lot of I want every on one of those, at least one scene of each one of them. I, I'm kind of favoring this one. You, got, you, you don't get redheads often. You know it. I'm I'm not too into the then thing. Why not? I I've just in the nurse thing. Student I've, council I've, president might be fun. The they got like a ma- yeah they got like the nurse. Yeah, I think the whole group could be fun. Maid, yeah. They got they got all the art techs covered. No, I can't really say archetypes. They got all the outfits covered. <laughs> they all have the similar archetype that they all look disgusted. <laughs> so I'm I'm curious if this thing where you have. I, I could completely go on I, again. This is based off of illustration. There's, I don't think there's really even a plot here, unless they just make a plot specifically for this thing. That's probably but like my one mindset. <laughs> right. I, I assume it's a thing where you're just gonna be a first person view. You're this really rich guy coming into this uh, this mansion, and you're telling these girls who are just madly in love with you, "I want you to show me your underwear, but give me an angry face with it." And they're kind of like, "Yes, sir," and they do it because they're totally like it. Or do you think it's going to be like really, really disgusting? No, they're total. They, they're, they're. It looks like they're all the kind of doing the uh, S face. So yeah, <laughs> the S face. What's the S face? The sadist face. Oh, okay, I got you. The kind of the the shaded under the eyes. Yeah, kind of look, yeah, I got you. I got you. Well, that's interesting. It's very interesting. Very, very interesting. Moving forward, we have more really super duper exciting news. Uh, in case anybody has been under a rock and has not heard this yet, PA Works has announced during a Musashi Sakai X or Cross Harumatsuri event that they will be they are starting production on a new Shirobako film. And it's not going to be a compilation film, don't worry. It's actually going to be a sequel film. Yay! New stuff. So we have actually confirmed that it is new stuff. Yes, they have confirmed right it's going to be new stuff. Yeah. See, this is what we were discussing before. We weren't sure if it was going to be a recap or if it was going to be the new stuff. So we have actually found out it is new right on. 
yeah, they don't have any kind of dates or anything set for or length of it, but they did uh, confirm at the event that it will be an all-new work. Um, of course, they said a while back they were actually going to continue on with it, but uh, nothing really, nothing got confirmed, so... We're excited about that. It's, it's one of those things where I don't know if it really sold incredibly in Japan, but it was something that kind of caught a pocket of a huge fandom, especially in the West. Um, but at the same time, like we've said before, something being hugely successful in the West doesn't necessarily phase Japan all the time. They use, sometimes are like, the, at some point they wanted that. They wanted to be the next Dragon Ball Z, but nothing really ever really captured that. It was... And if it ever did get a huge, like even with Yuri on Ice, don't think it was really hugely uh, monetarily successful. It was successful with a huge fandom, but I don't think that turns into profit. So having them still acknowledge that is really, really cool. Because like I said, I don't think it was... Now, I think more with Shirobako, if anything, it probably still sold uh, gangbusters with like, um, uh, you know, different materials, figures, and stuff like that, but... Yeah, I'm rambling now. Cool stuff. Maybe they'll release those body pillows and I'll try it for it again. <laughs> Did I ever tell the story about the body pillow on here? I don't remember. That was about like a long time ago. That was back in, what, 2014? Yeah, back like in 2015, I think it was. They were they were releasing uh, body pillows of like a few of the characters. And I really wanted one of the main character. Um, but the problem was that you had to get it from a specific site. So I emailed them and I said... I want to get this, but I'm in America. I don't see any way for me to f- actually buy it on your site. And they're like, sure, we can do it, but you have to do a, a direct uh, transfer to this bank, and that costs them a certain amount of extra cost to do that. And he, he like, billed it completely out like he's done it before. <laughs> and it came out to, like, $250. It was, like, insane. It was like, oh... I really badly want this body pillow because it's it wasn't like a, it wasn't a extremely lewd one. It was it was very uh, modest. It was just that she's a, a very attractive character, and I love that character. And it was one of those body pillows that I could actually have on a you know, and somebody see it and it not be completely incriminating. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was a letdown that I wasn't able to get it, but I I technically could have got it, but. It was just a, it was, it was more of a thing of like, it wasn't just the cost, which was like $120 just for the body pillow. It was just like everything else compounded. You can, I, I, I have the solution for you. And the next time your, China? Rim, your, your rim pillow, your, <laughs> the next time your rim pillow comes up, you can just get the cover and get a second cover to go over the top of her. And then just yank off that at second time I've, or whenever it's. I've time. thought about that. <laughs> I've thought about the inside out thing. I've I've thought about the uh yeah the double the double cover. I because I I do sleep on my side and I do technically have pillows that I use as body pillows. Just kind of one of those things of like I would kind of like to have a really big comfortable pillow. And yeah, I would like to not it be completely plain white pillow. I would like to have some kind of cool art with it. Um, of course, that's the same with bed sheets, but I don't really have bed sheets that are anime related too. So, I don't know. Anywho, exciting news. We haven't stepped More into Baka. that realm yet. We have not stepped in that. I think. Although, I think. Although we, even do though have I technically the on the on the wall here, I technically do have Rem's body pillow as a tapestry. It is the same art as the one they use for the body pillow. It's just a tapestry instead, and it's behind a door. Is that double-sided? 
No. Okay. Don't get no ideas. <laughs> Don't get no ideas while I ram there. R- naughty rim doesn't get not more rot- naughtier. Is that what you're saying? She's so tiny. Yeah, she is tiny. She's supposed to be full size. She's tiny. That is insane tiny. I mean, it's not so bad. I mean, if you, if her legs were completely stretched out, she would come down probably what? She would still come down to your, just above your, uh, just under your chest. I'd be, I'd be able to kiss her forehead. Yes, you would. Maybe. <laughs> I'd have to, I would have to kneel down a little bit. You'd have to bend down. She's adorable. Anywho, we're getting creepy. Let's move on. It's good to move on when we're getting creepy. Uh, more exciting news for movie-related stuff. Um, Princess Principal is getting six, yes, six sequel films in 2019. I'm assuming this is kind of one of those things where they do the whole, they'll probably make six films and then they'll release it as a series. So they're probably going to be like 45 minutes each and then thus break that down into a series and then release a series later. Um, but so far, what we have now is that they're going to do it in six films that will play in theaters uh, throughout two, uh, 2019. So that's pretty cool. Um, I wonder if that'll be one for each girl. Mm, I don't know. Could be. But we, were, we were pretty high, hot on the, the show itself. It was it was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm just curious what they could do going forward. Is it going to be a thing of like, I don't know. It kind of felt pretty conclusive with the series. So, uh, But I guess there can always be more shenanigans and more princess becoming a spy. I think there's plenty more. She can go story back to, to tell. Her, her I think there's plenty more story to tell. Uh, they can literally jump the shark and go crazy with it. So yeah, I, I, I agree. I didn't say anything about jumping shark. <laughs> Everything wants to jump the shark. They're literally jumping right now. All you need is a shark in there. Right there, there's a shark. See him way back there? They jumped it. No, Samurai Girl's gonna kill it. Now they all have gravity balls apparently now, so they're all flying around like crazy. Anywho, next bit we have is Yoshi Kazu Yasuhiko stated in an interview with uh, Kodan, uh, Kodakawa's Gundam Ace magazine that uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, the origin, will be his last anime. Apparently, it's time for him to <laughs> hang it up and, and be done with it. I don't know if he'll, he'll turn out to be like a Miyazaki where he'll say that he's done and then he's going to come back later. Who knows? But uh, yeah, for those who don't know who he is, he is the original creator of the Mobile Suit Gundam, the origin manga, um, and he serves as the executive director for it, or he's listed as the executive director for it, for the anime adaptation of it. Um, He's also worked as an anime director for, or animation director for many of the Universal Century Gundams from back in the day, like Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, Zeta Gundam, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, he also stated last September that there will be more of the animated series or anime series of the origin. Um, but he also said that he wanted the anime to show the one year war arc next, but clarified that he was, there was no official word at the time of whether the anime would continue after the Lum arc ends, uh, with the sixth episode. However, the anime staff confirmed in March, um, that the sixth episode will conclude the anime project based off of this article from anime news network. Yeah, I I really, <laughs> I guess it was kind of a, just a hope, but I really wanted them to keep going on and just completely readapt the entire uh, original Gundam series, but uh, yeah, I guess they'll end it with episode six, so I shed tear, cry. I, it, the, the origin seems to be working pretty well, so it is kind of disappointing. It's just a very beautiful series, so I, I just, like I said, I wanted I wanted to keep going and completely redo the whole thing, but 
can't always get what you want, but uh, that's cool though. I I, th- I think his his telling of the origin series, especially. Um, I mean, I haven't I haven't read through the manga completely, but uh, we watched all the released Blu-rays so far of the Gundam Origin um, animated series or OVAs or whatever, and they've been absolutely incredible. Especially uh, Shar's story has been fantastic. So um, it'll suck seeing him go. Hopefully, he keeps it doing. Maybe just still doing. Uh, manga work or still writing stories that way that stuff can still <laughs> reach our eyeballs in some way shape or form or maybe he'll just move on to other things so who knows i think i've picked up our 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 next show that we need to watch what's that goes into your next you want to you want to rewatch the new yu yu haka show we need to rewatch yu yu haka show it's been a long time since i watched the yu yu haka show but and it, I don't even. And I think you said that you never uh, got very far into it anyway, didn't you? It's one of those things where somebody's tired talking about something way later, and I go, I remember that. So I don't know if I, I don't know what I finished of it. But of course, that was back in the day when it was like on television, and you sometimes missed a bunch of stuff, and then you caught like some certain part halfway through some other arc, and you're like, this is so cool. I don't even know what's going on, but yeah, he's, he's doing a spear gun thing and spear gun, spear gun, bung, 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 bung. Um, no, he doesn't go bung. But yeah, the the new Yu Yu Hakusho anime story uh, has details that have been announced. Uh, they are adapting two-shot bonus, uh, the quote-unquote two-shot bonus chapter from the manga's seventh volume, as well as the manga's quote-unquote all-or-nothing chapter. Um, the first one, of course, tells uh, how Kur- Kar- Kurama and hey met the other one reunites the cast to solve a hostage crisis in the spirit world uh the ova is bundling with the fourth part of the anime's 25th anniversary blu-ray box collection maybe if the did we ever bring the blu-ray over here i doubt it i guess since they just released it over there they probably don't have it over here yet maybe when maybe when they do the blu-ray release we'll, we'll check it out i don't think anybody's really got the original series here i think um or is it on crunchyroll now? crunchyroll has it Funimation has it so yeah Okay, I'm sorry. Funimation has it. I thought Crunchyroll picked it up from them. That's what I'm saying. It it since it's on it's on Crunchyroll because it is Funimation. I think I remember seeing it on there too. So because I think they were doing like a release and but they weren't releasing it all and everybody was kind of like going wait there's more where's the rest of it so they were kind of releasing it over time something like that. Uh, let's see here, High Dive is officially launched on Fire TV. So for everybody that got angry at me for going crazy about the Apple TV. If you have Fire TV, you can get it on there. And so still not on Roku. Nobody cares about Thanks, Roku. Thanks, Dive. Nobody cares about Roku. I don't think they said anything about Roku on here. No. You're still not getting it. Uh, let's see here. More crappy news. Because we're, we're like to, to tell you guys crappy news. I think I have like two lined up pretty close to each other. No. The other one's split up. But uh, FOX Tales, or Fox, Fox Tales, I'm not sure exactly how they pronounce it, is breaking up after their upcoming solo concert in August. So uh, this was officially announced on their official site. And uh, for those who don't know, or it says that uh, the vocalist Takeo explained in the announcement that the members had begun to have differences in their way of thinking and direction for the band. Uh, the members discussed their current situation and came to a decision to break up. Uh, the guitarist, uh, um, let's see here. They have basically all released statements and apologized. And uh, thanks, everybody, for their support. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, they did the ED for Dimension W, the OP for Honda Kun, 
and um, some music for Chronos Ruler and even uh, Food Wars, I think, here in this recent season. So that sucks. We've, we've, we've liked a couple of their songs. We've, we've, we've highlighted, like, uh, Dimension W. I'm not sure if we did Hanakun, but I know we did Dimension W's music. Maybe even Chronos Ruler. I liked, I liked Contrail. That was one of my favorite songs. So. Yep, yep. Sucks, but uh, what can you do? They also did some music for Ginger Romantica. I don't know if I've gotten the third one yet. No, I haven't done the third one yet, so I haven't heard that one yet. <laughs> Soon I will watch the third Ginger Romantica, and then I can tell you if I like that one or not. Uh, see here. Funimation is selling anime titles through Amazon. So I guess they answered our question earlier. I guess they're not <laughs> done with anime yet. Uh, apparently they're going to be doing uh, digital purchases through uh, Amazon. Basically, this covers all of their simul dubs that uh, Funimation is doing right now. Well, not all of them, but some of them, uh, including My Hero Academia Season Three, Full Metal Panic, Invisible Victory, um, Steins Gate Zero, and High School DXD Hero. So, if you for some reason don't have Funimation uh, for the simul dubs they do there. You can go buy the episodes one by one from Amazon. I'm like, I, I'm trying to figure out who this is for. I, th- I think it's cool for the idea that in the future somebody could technically purchase the series on Amazon. But as an option for somebody that does not want to sub for Funimation, it seems pretty crazy. Unless they're really, really cheap. I didn't actually look at the pricing. Maybe maybe it's just the pricing is like really cheap. It would have... Like, I couldn't even, I don't even see it being lower than a dollar, and I'm not even sure if somebody would want to buy it for a dollar. Well, most of their, most of their stuff is insane anyway. It was like, yeah, usually like a dollar, yeah, dollar ninety nine usually, I remember from the, the stuff that wasn't being covered by Anime Strike that was annoying everybody. That's like the ones that are on Steam. I mean, I love the idea of it being on Steam, but the prices are just too dumb. I guess if you just have a lot of disposable buy income, you don't care. Buy an episode for two ninety nine. Uh, that's the first season. Uh, yeah, the second season, you can buy the entire thing HD for twenty seven ninety nine. So I guess it'd be kind of in that same. Well, that's technically twenty four episodes. No, that's thir- they're they're classifying a season as thirteen episodes. <laughs> uh, see, that's only that's only season one technically, but they're calling it season one and season two. I don't know. It's uh. But yeah, they're they're listing like the season one for two ninety nine, so I'd imagine it'd be about that same cost. I don't know who this is for, but I, I guess it's probably going to be for somebody that just doesn't know, somebody that just literally does not know that Funimation is over here, and you can sub and watch as much as you want, or unless it's for people that really don't like the idea of sub- subscribing to stuff. Because I I I'm technically similar in the idea that I hate the idea of of renting something that renting something that I'm enjoying because I really don't like the idea that I cannot continue to have it. If that makes sense. So I don't know. I can't completely shun them for that idea, but I think it's going to be for somebody that just doesn't know. I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, let's see here. Moving forward. We have uh, conception. The spike Chun soft game that me and Chris have played the second of on PS Vita. <laughs> Oh. Is getting an anime adaptation by Gonzo. Right on. Uh, this unfortunately is only the first one, so we'll have absolutely no clue about these characters. But it is Who a conception cares? game that is getting an adaptation, so that's kind of funny. Uh, it's being done by Gun- Studio Gonzo. I don't know if I said that already. Um, it's slated for October, so this year. There you go. I love conception. 
I have no problems with watching a show of this. <laughs> the synopsis is a little weird, weirder for the first one. It says the story of the game revolves around Itsuki Yuge, uh, a high school student who finds out that uh, on the day of his graduation ceremony that his cousin and childhood friend uh, Mahiru is pregnant. <laughs> Immediately afterwards, Itsuki and Mahiru are taken to a magical world called Granvan- uh, Granvania, uh, which is currently being invaded by monsters. The only people who can fight the uh, or, and exercise the monsters are the star children, and the star children can only be produced by the 12 shrine maidens of the constellations. In order to defeat the monsters and return to his own world, Itsuki must father the star children and uh, with the maidens. So yeah, that last part's kind of similar to the second one that we played. Uh, but it was a cool concept. We both, me and Chris, loved the concept of that game. It was literally like, he comes in there, there's all these girls that he can basically communicate with. They go to a chamber where they have the children. It's like, it, it literally is not them, you know, actually making the children right there. They, they just go in the chamber and then baby <laughs> pops out. It is so weird, but they it was put, so fun. They put special forces into a pot <laughs> yeah. and that pot mixes the two powers and then a star child is born star i child mean is, is formed it comes out of the pot there's yeah, totally nothing inappropriate going on not in insinuating episode. anything at all <laughs> they're not they're they're completely embarrassed about the situation but there's nothing insinuated at all no, it was it was a fun concept for a game. Um, I'm not sure how that'll translate to a show unless they get really. I just hope they just get really goofy with it. Just don't take themselves seriously. Have fun with it, um, because like uh, the Akiba Strip is like a similarly goofy off the wall concept, but I think they got a little bit too serious with Akiba Strip. Uh, well, kind of technically, there they was got a lot of comedy the, they, with it, but yeah, they got stuck in the fandoms. Exactly, and that—that's that. The 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 co- the comedy itself was really stuck on the fandoms and not really about the what they had available to them. I guess is the best way to put it. it not that it was serious. It did get serious towards the later parts, but um, just have fun with it. I hope they have fun with it. So, yeah, funny. We'll, we'll definitely look forward to it. Um, check out Conception too if you have now. If you if you like visual novel type games, uh, dating sim quote-unquote, type games, uh, harem-type games, definitely check it out. It had a really fun little system into it's it. It's on so. Steam if you guys are interested. Steam and PS2, or I'm sorry, PS Vita. Does PS, PS4 have it? Mm, maybe? I don't know. I played on Vita, so I don't know. It needs to be on Switch. I think they're making it for the Switch, aren't they? I hope so. I, I think, think everything should be on Switch. <laughs> I did hear something that was coming to Switch here soon. Oh, Monster Hunter Double Cross. We can co-op on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I every time I try the game, it doesn't it goes nowhere. So I don't know. Well, that was because we were doing it on uh, on a teeny tiny. You were on 3DS, a 3DS, and I was on. And the you were Wii U. on the screen. Yeah, and, and, it was, it, and it wasn't working real well. I'm hoping that the at two switches. I just, I just I don't have. I don't know if I have the patience for it. Every time I try, it, I don't have the patience for it. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Viz Media is going to produce a new series for Netflix. Um, don't get excited yet. <laughs> it's titled Seis Manos. Um, it's going to be debuting on Netflix in 2019. The reason why I say don't get excited quite yet is this is going to be in the same realm as Castlevania was. 
for those who don't know, Castlevania was a... Uh, not, not, I'm not saying it's going to look like Castlevania, but Castlevania was cool because it was basically anime, but it wasn't made by anybody Japanese. It was literally just a Japanese property. Everything else was American. It was American staff. Uh, it was powerhouse animation. Uh, all the, the, the animators, all the directors and everybody was American. It was just obviously inspired by anime. So if you like that uh, concept... Uh, Sace Monos might be similar because it's going to be done by the same company and it's being it's going to be produced for Netflix. Um, yeah, I've yet to see if it looks like something like Castlevania, but uh, be excited for that if you liked Castlevania. Um, again, I go back to the realm that I don't think it's anime, but I still think it does take its inspiration from that. So if that's exciting to you, definitely check that out. Uh, let's see here. This is probably the worst bit of news that we had here recently, so um, sorry to be um, extremely negative here, but have to tell you guys, uh, Yuichiro Umihara is going to be taking a indefinite hiatus from uh, from the ti- for the time being uh, because he got diagnosed uh, with acute uh, dissemination dissemination uh, in encephalomyelitis it's basically a nervous system infecting autoimmune disease um and it's basically he's giving all this focus on treatment and recovering from it because it is not a is not a an easy thing to get over it is it's very detrimental um but he's taken indefinite leave from work in order to focus on that uh this sucks because he is a very He's very up and coming. I'm not, I wouldn't. I'm not sure if he's. I would necessarily say that he's hugely popular or anything, but I do know that he has been in a lot of stuff lately. Um, especially like this season, he has like literally five roles. He's um, four of them are are mainly uh, main supporting roles. Like uh, he is Makoto, which is the brother from Mancho Advance. Um, he's Garo Goro from Darling in the Franks. He's the you know the, the best bro from that show. Uh, Kurtis from Legend of Galactus Heroes. He's Kurtis is of course Reinhardt's right hand man. Uh, Hajime uh, Sugimoto from Tarak- uh, Tarakun Never Fail falls in love, which is the uh, Photo Club uh, president guy. Uh, he's also got a role in Black Clover. He's also in Jusinki Pandora. He is just everywhere, and he's a phenomenal voice actor. So I not. Just I hate that I have to put the stupid stipulation in it because it seems like every time something like this comes up, everybody's like, don't make it about his roles. Make it about him as a person. I'm saying he's a fantastic voice actor. He This is why we know him. <laughs> Otherwise, you would not even give a rat's butt. Um, him as a great voice actor, um, I really do feel for him. It is not a, uh, a, a very comfortable or uh, fun disease to go through, and I definitely do wish him the best. I hope he recovers quickly. Um, because he's a great voice actor, and I want to see him. I want to. I want to be touched by his voice more in these in these titles. And that's, um, yeah. Any words? I hope he f- he recovers soon and he gets to feeling better. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, if you check on Crunchyroll's Twitter feed, I think they also post it on their uh, their website as well. There's an article um, where they posted the address for his agency. And if you loved his voice as much as I do and like him as a uh, voice actor and as a person, you can actually send him letters that he will receive and they will give over to him. So 
I like that. That's pretty cool. I like that Crunchyroll did that. Uh, let's see here. Moving on, we have Sekai Project finally <laughs> shipped the physical goods for the backers of their Kickstarter from three and a half years ago for the Fruit of Kasaya. Um, however, Andrew will have to wait for his second copy that they forgot to send. So he's not completely done with it yet. He made a really ranting video uh, unboxing the Fruit of Kasaya. I should have waited for Chris to unbox that one because he probably would help me not complain the entire time I was unboxing it. But I, I think I had a lot of fun with that video. So I'll get that posted here eventually. But uh, I'm not quite done with them yet, but I want to be. So, yeah. Never again. Uh, last bit we have here is licenses. We have, uh, really quickly, Scum's, or, uh, Sentai Filmworks has Scum's Wish, and they're going to be doing a dub for it. So, for all of our dub fans out there, get ready for that one. That one would be interesting in, in dub. Crunchyroll is going to be streaming, or is streaming, Star Blazers Space Battleship Yamato 2202. Kodansha Comics is going to do digital releases for Beware, the Kamiki Brothers, Heaven's Design Team, The Wizard of His Fairy, uh, Can You Just Die, My Darling, A Kiss for Real, uh, Dark Horse will be releasing Mob Psycho 100 manga starting October 24th, Discotech is going to be doing a Blu-ray Blu release of Haruka Nogizaka's Secret and Haruka Nogizaka's Secret uh, Pureza. Uh, the Blu-ray release on 26th of June, or 26th, 26th of June, is going to have Japanese with English subtitles, no dub. They're also doing a release of Sister Princess and Sister Princess Repure uh, Blu-ray on June 26th. The first season will have a dub um, and also Japanese with English subtitles. The second season will only be subtitles with Japanese audio. I, I, I kind of want to see this Can You Just Die, Darling, My Darling. Can you just die in my dark? I think it's actually a romance. I don't think it's a like a goofy thing. Still doesn't matter. Uh, let's see here. Awesome. His selection is uh, summary of the story is the hit dark manga thriller of murder, love, and delusion. That's I a, just have a. Fi I just it's, it's, see how I can just pick these out just by their title. I didn't even have to see the the. The thing, yeah. I, 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 so you really do like these murder, death, kill type shows and stories? No, I, I think it's going to be one of those that uh, that digs into um, mind things. I don't think that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> I don't think that's the droids I'm looking for. I want to kill you, Taku Kamishiro's love for Mika Hanazono was unrequited until one day when it changed into murderous intent. He's plagued by delusions of murdering Mika, but he hopes to defy those impulses if he can. Wow, that gets real dark. I just hope it doesn't become abusive. It, that looks like that's pretty much what that's going for. Any other ones? No, that was the only one that kind of caught the only my one? eye. Do you want to look at the synopsis unless from Mob Psycho 100? The, I mean, we can look at the, the fairy. The fairy. The wizard and his fairy. The the was the, the I think that's I think that's a shojo one, isn't it? And that wasn't it on there. Of the shojo one. It's a shojo. I always pick the shojos. Uh, no, it, it might not be. Deep in the forest, in a tower shrouded in mist, there lives a reclusive wizard named by the name of Nebelhot. When he happens across a beautiful fairy who is being held captive and made 
a public spectacle, he knows he has to take her with him. He names the creature Stee. Wow. <laughs> Stee. And orders her to call him his master. But her heart remains close to him. But at times goes on, she sees a different side of him. A side that is both caring and awkward. The distance between the eccentric wizard and the strong-willed fairy grows shorter day by day. So, it's kind of a... We might can like that one. Kind of like uh, Ancient Magus Bride. Beware the Kamiki Brothers. High school freshman E. Roja's life is about to change. Her mother just got married or remarried, and they're both moving in with her new partner and his sons. The eldest son is really hot, but he's far from normal. And together with his cute younger brother, she's now stuck with them both morning, noon, and night. Right? The mean Jeez, elder these brother. These guys are annoying. The mean elder brother is and Iroha just can't see eye to eye. And as the distance between all three of them decreases, cohabitation has never been so heart-poundingly exciting. Do you like that? I like that. Yeah. I, 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 right. I, I, I nailed that in right there. I nailed that. Anyways. Cool stuff. Let's jump into our community. Think so? Sure. Can we do that? Let's do, do it. Okay? okay? Let's do it. Let's do it. For those who don't know, you can go to otakuspear.com. Go to the top. There's a form link at the top there. You can go in there, register, and leave a comment in our anime question thread. Or you, you can go to the top at anime, uh, otakuspear.com, and you can go to contact us, or you can just tweet me. Whatever you want to do. Why are you talking about all that? Why aren't you answering the question? Just like these lovely person does, like LaLink did. Since I don't know how, but I always come up with some really weird questions while listening to the news podcast episodes. That's good. Most of the time... I don't judge them post-worthy, but I might have a f- fun, although complex, question dilemma. It doesn't matter if you find them post-worthy or not. Just Imagine a parallel anyway. world where anime, and to an extent, related art forms like manga, don't come from Japan or China or Korea, but from another country. What country or culture would you rather see it emerge from? Why wouldn't you let me finish my sentence? What sentence? I was telling him to go ahead and put him up there, even if they, if if he doesn't feel, find that they're post worthy. Because I didn't finish saying the entire question. I know, but they, but so they you're asking know. me why I interrupted you, interrupting me. <laughs> Do you see where this is going? True, but 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 I had to get that information out there. Okay. So where would you like to see it from, other than Japan, China, or Korea? from another country what other country i, I don't want it from any it? other country i i was specifically pointing out several times that he said japan or china or korea and yet i see this thing down here that says likely korea is it similar <laughs> well unfortunately I, that's the only real places that i can uh, imagine watching them from because any other the culture the the, the farther away from them that you get the the less culturally Similar. I mean, we watch <laughs> Japanese anime because we want to see Japanese, the Japanese culture, or or shows that are based around their culture. That's it's it's a culture that's not like our culture. That's exactly true. I mean, whenever we're asked why we watch anime or why we're so adamant about anime not being westernized or why we don't like the idea of westernized 
anime or or animations that are coined as being anime even though they're not from Japan is because mainly because the reason why we're going for that is because it is from the minds of these people that are in this culture. And it's not so much that it is because it's specifically Japan. It's like we're weeaboos or whatever. Like, well, it's got to be Japanese people. It's more of a thing of Japan and a lot of, yeah, uh, Asian countries are very, they're, they're one of the last bastions of people that are not completely molded to what all the other countries are like i mean they are they're the most still kind of still in its its stages of being formed in the rest of the the world like it it still has a lot of these traditions that are still kind of embodied and yet a lot of that stuff is is quickly fading away the the younger generations are pushing a lot of these traditions out the door but it still has a lot of that stuff kind of in there. It still has its own kind of breath. It has its own kind of mindset. And that's that unique kind of mindset that we kind of gravitate to. That's that mindset that we want to grab onto and, and see what they're willing to tell. Um, because, yeah, there's still fantastic stories being told in America. There's fantastic stories being told in the Middle East. There's fantastic stories being told throughout the world. It's just... These are the ones that we kind of gravitated to, and these are the ones that we kind of connected to, and that we kind of got a lot of entertainment out of. And we we still kind of check out other things, but that's still the one that we go to primarily, partly because it's what we do for this podcast, but um, because it was something that we we initially gravitated to and really enjoyed. Um, and it, it is in a, it is it's in a format that is very appealing. It's a animated format. It's animated format is a format that can do things that many other formats can't really do. Granted, America has mastered the art of doing that in CGI. No real other country has been able to pull that off. So the animated format is a format that can still do things that you cannot do in live action and tells stories that are very unique in that format. Uh, That said, I can't really give an answer. I mean, I don't know. Canada. (laughs) Canada. Just Canada. Why? Um, and Mexico, maybe, because Mex. And of course, I'm saying that because I know that Mexico loves uh, things like Dragon Ball, like we do. I don't know. I guess Mexico. I don't know. I've, I've, I, I. There's a. I have a certain fascination with Mexico, so maybe I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to go there. <laughs> but I do have a fascination with, with a lot of their traditions and a lot of their older. Uh, well, okay. If we're going off of culture and 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 stuff like that, then I would, I mean, I still think that the, that their culture is probably the closest, but a different culture. If you just forcing me to get away from, from, uh, Asian cultures, fine. Uh, Rome. I, I think that the Roman, uh, and Greek, uh, mythologies and stuff like that are absolutely fascinating. And I like a lot of that culture. Give me that kind of culture. Um, maybe Australian. I think that they have a lot of interesting things in their culture, but you're, you're, you're talking about things that are, they, they only appeal to me in a cultural level. And I'm so, you know, that's, that's where I, I kind of fall into Mayan animators, the Mayans, the Mayans, they're going to be doing animations. <laughs> well, we have crappy answers for that one because you basically took all the cool stuff out. Good job. I don't know. Uh, the Antarcticans. <laughs> There's Antarcticans, right? 
I'll go back to no, Canada. No, they're aliens. Didn't you know that? I'll go back to Canada. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. Aliens or Nazis? What else One of the what, two. What do you have here? <laughs> Antarctica or aliens or Nazis? Yeah, they're, they're one of the two. Is uh, you gotta, you, no, you have to go and look into the conspiracy theories to understand what I'm talking about. It's all right. Th- that's that's the answer to everything. You can say the most random thing, and you'll probably find a, a conspiracy theory behind <laughs> it. Or do you just by you saying it, somebody will make it into a conspiracy theory. Anyways, the link also says. Uh, uh, let's see here. He says, oh, no, this sounds even more stupider and more offensive than my... <laughs> no, it's not really. No, it can't be more offensive than my Nazi comment, so... The only thing we right. say that's stupid about it is the fact that it took all the cool stuff away. Like, I, I wouldn't even say China, but we are getting technically Chinese anime currently, so... Anyways, uh, and now easier for an easier question. How much time, on average, do you think you cut from a recording session to turn it into an episode? Honestly... I'm not even sure if you'd uh, if you do take breaks at all while recording, which shows how professional you are. Either way, far from it. <laughs> no, when we first started podcasting, yeah, there was a lot of stuff cut out. We had a lot of bloopers able to put at the end of it. But yeah, over time, we pretty much got to the point where I just take out uh, like brief moments of dead air where you know we we're trying to get the dog situated or trying to stop a dog from being noisy or turning off an ipad's chime noise and sneezes and stuff like that that's really all we cut out anymore um we technically right now we're still kind of doing hour 45 to two hour uh weekly podcasts outside of like first impressions reviews uh um, previews those ones still push us to possibly do longer than that like our first impression was like three hours some uh, three hours and 20 minutes something like that um so it, it's not too difficult to sit through an entire session and record it but uh there there's there's times where like the the the, the your best debates those ones go on for like eight hours or something like that which we take breaks for those ones it's just I don't know how Andrew puts up with me and my antsiness. I get really antsy after a certain point. He has the noisiest chair in the world, and he finally has a different chair now, and that one's like even more sensitive, but it's just a <laughs> high-pitched squeak noise. So that'll be another thing for me to have to listen for noises to get rid of. I'm so... I, I sometimes have to tell myself to, not to be too anal about things like that, but what i do one of these days we'll get one of those companies uh, what that's what we need to do we need to do like a couple videos of us doing random talking in front of a camera and then send it to one of those companies that gives every single youtuber those really cool race car chairs and then we can get one of those cool race car chairs right and hope that those ones aren't noisy too (laughs) they could be just as noisy i don't know uh oh maybe i could probably just tell them hey just give it to us and maybe they'll just do it just because we're on a podcast and yeah uh, we'll see we'll see yeah we'll tell we'll tell the world that that these are awesome chairs if you give them to <laughs> i don't care about i don't care about telling people hey look we got these free and i think they're amazing you decide i don't really <laughs> i don't see any problem with that at all i get free stuff you guys get to hear if it's cool or not we all win it's look, just like look, anything else look, review look. this is the most uncomfortable chair ever Prove but you know what you have a better chair but you know what 
It's awesome. You know why? Because it was free. It's free. <laughs> uh, come at me, bro. <laughs> come at me, bro. Uh, let's see here. What else did the link say? Um, have you ever considered making a making of episode where you film yourselves as well? I guess the drawback would be that Chris's face reveal our expectations shattered, maybe. And a huge upload time, unless uh, it's a shorter episode, but I'm a little curious. I'm totally okay with you not being interested in it, if that's the case. First off, I'm pretty sure that the internet would break if my face was revealed. <laughs> I'm not going to say if it would break in a good way or a bad way. Just saying it might break. My, my brain read ahead on there, and I was like, uh, I've already had... Oh, he's just talking about Chris's face reveal. Yeah. Um, hey... Guess what? I had a face reveal, and guess what? Things went on normal. I didn't. <laughs> I honestly didn't believe that a face reveal was going to be that big of a deal. Some people thought it would be that big of a deal, and guess what? It happened, and the days kept going. So I, no, I didn't see anything amazing happen. I don't. I I I, I kid. I I just get a kick out of whenever people talk about face reveals. It's like it's not really a face reveal. It's more of a thing of like we didn't really have a need to. Okay. Pretty much. Uh, it's not like we're avoiding it or nothing. But no, we've the, already had we've already had folks find us before. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the 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 thing more is that we don't do video. But yeah, I, I the idea of doing like a, a making of is really really fun. I, I like the I mean because I've posted pictures on like Twitter before where I'm like, here's our setup and here's where we got the stuff or here's the when we did, I think, last... Not this previous one, but the one before then, uh, Deliberations Podcast, I posted a picture of, like, you know, coffee cups out and stuff like that. We're getting ready to do our, you know, probably eight-hour-long recording kind of stuff. It's 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 fun to kind of show what's going on behind the microphones, but at the same time, it's just added stuff. The video thing is really just a problem of bandwidth. I mean... Yeah, we've been we struggle, talking about... We struggle every month with with bandwidth caps, and we've we've talked about the idea of increasing that cap, but it just costs a lot of money. We're in we're in the boonies where they still don't let you have unlimited access to internet. You you are stuck to this, is, and with how much we stream every month, we use that all up in anime uh, just to keep up with everything. And yeah, so. we've literally been ta- we we talked about it for a long time at the very beginning of of the podcast, and then we kind of fell away from it mostly because we started realizing the pod the bandwidth problem. But it is it is something I would love to do a watch with us type thing where we get to do a lot of that stuff, but we can't. It just just it's not viable. Yeah, and if. Uh... If, if if bandwidth things change in the in the future, we'll, we'll probably uh, look into that. For, for as it stands now, it's just it's not in the budget. So uh, I think at some point we had it on our Patreon for like if we reach a certain goal, but we never really got that, which is fine. We got our goal. What we basically got from Patreon covers what costs us to do uh, the cost of the the bandwidth for not the bandwidth, but the domain name, the the hosting, the the website, and stuff like that. So it's been. A huge help there. It's just we haven't reached the point where we can pay. I think the last time I checked, it was like one hundred twenty-five dollars a month just to have no worries about our bandwidth at all. So yeah, that's that's just there. Uh, the link also says, as always, I hope these questions haven't been answered before, and thank you for your hard work making my Monday Friday episode win, Kappa. <laughs> Uh, you're welcome. I'm I'm glad you enjoy them every Monday. Uh, yeah, the Friday episodes; those are hopefully eventually coming back. Like right now, 
I realized when I got like Beldandi, I got the Beldandi uh, figure in. I got Nanashi's figure in. Um, the Furukasaya release came in. Like I'm, right now, I'm trying to get caught up on like the video content that we used to do because as things got crazy here, um, I, I guess I keep dancing around. But our our dad got hospitalized, so we've been trying to take care of him. I don't know why I'm keeping that secret somehow. Um, so trying to take care of him. Um, was taking a lot of our time. We literally weren't home in the evening because we were at the hospital at the home where he was getting treated. Um, but it, it got to a point here recently where I'm like, wow, literally I have not been keeping up with all these videos that we, we used to do. But it was one of those things of like, I if I had to choose between keeping up on the anime, being able to keep up on the podcast, I had to DV out. This is the bare minimum. It's every week we have a podcast still. I can still manage that if I get rid of all this other stuff. Keeping up on the anime was just kind of a struggle, but we managed to do it. This, so it was like I cut off the fat, and a lot of my gaming stuff got cut out. Um, and doing the video uh, posts for the unboxings, that got cut out. But I was still kind of culminating them on the side. And so, yeah, here in the last couple of days, I had some extra time finally because he's at home. Um, we're able to do things again. Um, so here I am like putting together like five different video, uh, unboxings that I'm going to start posting up, um, which I think now we're like two away from 3000 subscribers. So that's, that's awesome. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, so yeah, that, the other thing is, is trying to get back up on the, the Thursday, uh, releases of the, the mini podcasts, because as I pointed out, I think in a couple of podcasts ago, we've had like 20 reviews in there that haven't been posted <laughs> <laughs> for the midweek but again that's one of those ones of like that was i can cut that nobody's gonna starve for having that though i do want to get like the um full metal panic review put out there before that gets completed this season and car captor sakura before that gets completed this season i don't want to review car captor sakura clear car before we put the car captor sakura one up yeah anything to add to that nope no yeah. okay family first I guess that's the, that's the that's the moral of the story. But uh, thank you for support, though. I, I definitely definitely appreciate it. Uh, Fragoff says, uh, "I'm always afraid of reading Fragoff's ones." <laughs> no offense. I just I see Fragoff and go, "Oh, what is he gonna say? That's probably gonna be offensive." <laughs> Thinking about Psyche K, the fact that it didn't get or it didn't got licensed, uh, and my ever growing urge to see it no matter what, I was wondering. Is there a show or manga that never got licensed or translated that you guys would uh, would really want to see happening? Um, I am not talking about pending or just aired shows, but something that came along uh, came a long time ago that still doesn't happen to, on this side of the ocean. For me, an example would be uh, Bigata HK, uh, which is uh, Yamada's first time, I think. Isn't that Yamada or? Y- what, Yamada's first time or something like that? Anyways, uh, Bigata HK uh, that never got a translation manga release. Um, I was about to say, yeah, it's, it's got a release that we... Oh, wait, you're talking about the manga. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Pretty much everything gets translated and localized anymore for us, uh, United States. I'm not saying that's for everybody, and I apologize if you're in one of those other countries that just doesn't get these licenses. That really sucks, and I do feel for you. Uh, we felt it recently with Violet Evergarden. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it sucks. But, uh, even still, I think there's, things have been changing a lot lately. 
though, yeah, if you're taking into consideration, you know, mangas and novels, there's still a lot of stuff that we're still not getting over here. Um, but it's 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 improving. That's the cool thing. Uh, I think the only one visual novel that I'm still looking for, of course, is Fate Stay Night. Please, Sekai Project, don't touch that. <laughs> Please don't touch that. You know they're uh, going to do it you just know, to tear, tear, tick you off. I'm wondering if they're going to be around for the next few months. It seems like everything I've read, they're dying. So I hope they die uh, miserably. I, I hope everybody involved with them finds another job, but I want that company to die. Um, anybody who infect is in charge else. of the actual <laughs> yeah, process of this. You don't go anywhere. Don't infect some other company. Um, anyways, sorry, uh, side tangent again. But mangas and novels, I, there really isn't anything that because I, I don't really actively search out stuff that doesn't have, you know, that's not been licensed. I'm I'm not in that sphere. the The novels that I got already, I'm still trying to get caught up on. I'm not actively searching for more of them. Uh, as for anime, um, a cheeky angel, yep, that have that has yet to get a release over here. I pirate watched it a long time ago, back when I was I thought that that was okay. Um. And a cheeky angel, it's not... A, don't go running after it thinking this is some amazing show that Andrew is pointing out that I need to check out. It's just... It was it was weird at first. I, I thought it was off-putting at first, but it grew on me, and I, I really like the characters in it. It just it, it hit a soft spot for me at the time. I haven't watched it in forever, so I don't know if it's still even that good. Um, but I really enjoyed it. It looked horrific, though. It was a terribly animated show. Uh, the characters were so goofy-looking. But I really enjoyed it. It was a it was a weird idea, and I really really liked it. And a lot of the characters really grew on me. So I would like to see that finally get some release. And I know it's just one of those ones that probably Discotech maybe eventually would see something like that and grab it. Um, I guess I should be chiming on it more on Twitter because I every time I chime on these shows, they somehow somebody picks them up. So maybe they're listening to me. Um, it, it, do it, you want to hit the next one that I got on my list? I was going to add, add to Cheeky Angel because it is a special show. It, it, just, just so you know, if you don't know, it's a gender bender and it does, it, it has a special place in, in, in my, my heart. It, it just, it captured the essence of, um, masculinity and femininity and, and just knocked them out of the park. It, 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 it did, it did a romance with it and it, that just, came out of left field and you weren't really expecting it and it really pulled it off really well. Um, you've, uh, Andrew's also got Witch Hunter Robin, which is def, I definitely agree. I would, I would destroy things for Witch Hunter Robin <laughs> right now. I, it is such an awesome show. Well, you got any Funimation. We know you <laughs> have it, Funimation. You've revealed it. You need to give it to us already. Um, I know that Symphogear is now on Amazon Prime, but I don't think we've ever had a physical release of it so that would i would definitely want to see that it's never i don't think it's ever really happened um and of course macross um young young yeah song? Mac, macross macross is never it's the young young song mm-hmm i mean are you looking for the lyrics or i can't remember it but yeah the the entire everything macross or just would delicious be, would be cool to have here he's stuck on this the one scene <laughs> But yeah, that's 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 all I can really think about. Do you have anything? I I I was thinking more along the lines of current sh- current running shows, um, and and that would only be in the main, the main three studios or so, main three or four s- studios that we we watch like religiously, and that would be like Keoani or Shaft, um, 
White Fox, some of those uh, main main studios, if they weren't on the list, it would be kind of, <gasps> I would be kind of more leaning towards going and checking out a pirate sh- site for it. But even then, it'd probably be something that I'd kind of avoid doing if I could. I, I kind of, it's not, it's been released already, but I would love to see somebody pick up Katana Katari again. Um, a silent voice plays somebody. Yeah, that's that's somebody the thing. has like, it, but where's the release? Come on, yeah, it, it, it's it's one of those things. Like silent voice is a perfect example. We're sitting here, we're waiting patiently for it. Um, but if it if we didn't know that it was going to be coming over at some point, it 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 would be all over. We would be going and the, watching it. Yeah, the the physical because we're we're big on the physical releases when it comes to shows that are outside of the streaming norm. Uh, movies, OVAs, ONAs, those are the ones, well, of course, ONAs get picked up a lot, but uh, OVAs and and, um, and movies are just the one that's always kind of so unknown for us. And that's, that's, the, that's the only area where it's still kind of struggling because, yeah, you know that these companies want to have the hype be in them doing these theatrical releases um, because they're going to make a lot of money with that. But at the same time, it's like, give me some kind of, yeah, it's eventually going to come there. But right now, all we're doing is theatrical for such and such time. So if you want to watch it now and not wait 12 months, even if they say you're going to have to wait 12 months, but we're doing theatrical right now, that would work for me. I just want to know that you're going to do a physical release so that I can wonder if I'm actually going to even see it at all because I don't, We again, ranting on again, we don't have theaters here that show this stuff. We we did we did that for Wolf Children. We did that for uh, Boy and the Beast. I mean, we are willing to wait for the time it takes to get the 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 physical copy and watch it when it is actually released, so that we're not pr- uh, 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 promoting these pirate sites. We are more than happy to do that. But at least communicate with us. Talk to us. Make make sure that we know that there is a chance that we are going to have have a payoff for being patient. By the way, to add to your conversation earlier about what decide to watch, Miss Hawkeye is on Netflix. Just throw that out there. Miss Hawkeye, that's the um, the painter girl. The painter. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also a really awesome. <laughs> well, Hawkeye is a really awesome uh, fake Grand Order servant now. I want it. So bad. Is that is that it? Uh, yeah. Starkey says, "Hello, long time no questioning, and I wanted to know, uh, know you guys, know you guys' thoughts on something. What are your thoughts on American live action uh, anime adaptations? Do you guys prefer changes like Death Note to Netflix or something more like the recent uh, Full Metal Alchemist live action?" Um, my thoughts on the subject uh, for me, the Death Note Netflix one, because I've seen the anime, I've read some of the manga, and I've seen some of the Japanese live action adaptations, and they all mostly play out the same way. With the changes that the Netflix that the Netflix one made, it was more refreshing to see something completely different than the other ones. Also, I see I feel more comfortable getting my family members to watch it because of how westernized it was, not having them be turned off by the cultural differences. I don't think that the Full Metal Alchemist was a Netflix title, so I could be wrong there. Um, but to answer your question, I liked the Full Metal Alchemist live action. I didn't like the Death Note <laughs> live action. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I watched the Full Metal Alchemist one alone, just kind of out of the blue, so I, I don't think... I haven't Chris's watched either one, watch so... Oh, you haven't watched Death Note one either? That's mm-hmm. right. Oh, gosh. Um, but no, I, I agree with you. I don't know. I'm I'm very mixed, because I on one hand, I like... If you... Like, especially when the whole Ghost in the Shell thing was going on, and everybody was recounting the Dragon Ball Z Evolution one... My mindset immediately goes to the idea of I don't mind live actions made by Hollywood or whatever, but I prefer the idea of them just taking it and making them their their own because they're never going to make a a good adaptation with live action in America and it not look completely cheesy because technically anime is cheesy. Technically, these stories are kind of cheesy, and the moment they make American audiences have to watch this, these American actors act at these situations that, even in a live-action Japanese version of it, they look silly doing these overly goofy actions. Like, Chris, you keep pointing out that one uh, live-action where the char- was a character that was riding the bike or whatever really, really fast. Oh, uh, Skippy. You can't make these characters or these people act like anime characters and a lot of these stories are kind of over the top so i if you ask me straight out i want them to make like uh all you need is kill is a perfect example i think that the um uh, what was it called that they made it uh, tomorrow edge of tomorrow edge of tomorrow yeah. i thought that was a perfectly good uh adaptation because i didn't even know it was a japanese story because they just took it and made their own now which do I prefer? Yeah, I still prefer the original story, but it as a movie, a Western movie, without any really kind of connection with it, without you knowing, it was a f- okay movie. And it had plenty of the elements within it that made it interesting. Uh, De- Nef- De- De- Death Note Netflix one, that one was uh, just not a really good story. It was a fine movie. It just wasn't a good use of that material. Like they didn't, they, they kept it really safe. They didn't do enough with it. Um, and then when it comes to, uh, well, it's one of those things that I, I had always planned on watching them, but it was more along the lines of, I got the impression it wasn't that impressive. So it was kind of dropped off onto the lower end of my priority list. My thing, my thing is I love the idea. I, I'm, I hope I'm not destroying your thought process. So, um, I was just going to go on to the the Full Metal Alchemist, which is I I think Full Metal Alchemist technically kept it in the same. Uh, it was like in it was in somewhere in uh, uh, what was the stupid place? Uh, not Japan. The setting's not in Japan. I I forget exactly it was where in it's Rome at. Rome or something like that. Like uh, Catholic city. Somewhere in France or something like that. Yeah. So they kind of kept it technically true to the original source material, but. It was Japanese actors, and they—I think—they did a really good job of it. But again, it was a—it was a Japanese studio. It was a Japanese crew. It was—it was not technically in the realm of what you're talking about here, which is American live actions. So, it's kind of not in the realm. So all I really have to go by is Dragon Ball Z Evolution, Death Note. Uh, haven't watched the Ghost in the Shell one. I've only seen clips of Dragon Ball Evolution. It looks completely cheesy and should never have been done. Um, Ghost in the Shell looks all right. I haven't watched it yet. But Death Note was just a poor use of the material, but I do like the idea of westernizing it rather than making it Japanese. Um, I would, I, I'm perfectly fine. I would like to see a an American, and I, I guess technically they're going to do that with a Sword Online one, is I would like to see them do uh, a, 
an American's crew, American filmmakers, everybody, go to Japan and make a live-action version of one of their stories. I want to see how that would turn out. Not people in America completely disconnected from it, making what they think it's supposed to be. And not technically the reverse. We've already seen Japanese people make a live-action. They're kind of off and on with it. But, uh, yeah, I I guess that's my mindset. Sorry, (laughs) I lost it. I, I, and we've, we, having touched on the subject a few times, it's, it's really, it, 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 it's one of those, and I think that anime, uh, otaku in general, we all have this, this essence of a show that we, we would love to see westernized or, or just adapted to a live action. It, it's, it's in us to want to see that. We want to see something that we treasure put onto the big screen and, I, and I, I think I think back to um, my son when when they did the the last Airbender and they they put that on the big screen and he was extremely disappointed, and I think that that is something that 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 um, that transfers from fandom to fandom. We all have that in 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 us. We want to see something that we truly treasure up on that big screen because up on that big screen is the ultimate. Um, uh, this is a good show. It's the the ultimate marker of your show has made it. And so it all of us want to see that. When we see something that we truly treasure put up there, we get we tend to be a lot more tickier about everything that happens on that show. Um i.e. Ghost in the Shell, we didn't like that uh Kusanagi was portrayed by this type of character or or whatever have you. Um when when we we watched Death Death Note on on Netflix the character may not look quite the way we want him to look or whatever have you. The all these things become more exaggerated when they get up there because we want that thing to be accepted by the greater audience. And you want your mom or your 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 best friend or uh, your girlfriend or your uh, boyfriend, you want them to accept what it is that you love. And so everything that is wrong about that thing suddenly will become exaggerated to the nth degree. So I do agree. My my thing is this. I I'm I'm all for it. I I absolutely love seeing somebody take an art artwork and making it their own artwork my my problem is they tend to have a bad habit of i want if you're going to take death note i want you to take death note the essence of death note i'm fine with you westernizing it i'm i'm absolutely fine with taking it and making it translated towards a american audience to be able to handle it um I want the actual essence of it. I want them to have the cat and mouse thing. I want them to have a a battle of minds because that's what the essence of Death Note was. Yes, it was taking this Death Note and doing a uh, a bad guy versus good guy where somewhere along the lines the roles reversed and the good guy became the bad guy and the bad guy became the good guy. That's what Death Note is to me. And that is what I wanted to see in the westernized version of it. Make it all all Americanized, all you want, as long as that true essence is in there. That's what I wanted. Um, that's what I want out of 
Sword Art Online. I want a death game that is w- rooted in a virtual reality um, uh, MMO. That's what I want, where they get stuck. I don't care who the characters are. I don't care what rules you bend. I don't care. All the other stuff is fine as long as you get that essence in there. Yeah, I think the, the important thing really is is you have material to go with, make it your own, but you need to make sure that you capitalize on what you did because, yeah, you, you kind of want to hope that the the actual... I guess it's important to note that technically... <laughs> Bad light novel or light novel, bad live action adaptations of anime is or uh, live action adaptations in general from America is not exclusive to anime, books, <laughs> uh, other things, uh, games, Mario, the the live no, action yeah, adaptation. I, I was thinking about was Mario terrible. the entire time. I mean, it's not exclusive just to anime or manga. They 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 break a lot of things. So I mean, there's people out there that. That despise the adaptation of uh, um, and, and, Harry and Potter to be, and, to, to and, be fair, and to Little be fair, Rings. I think Mario Brothers movie was absolutely hilarious, but being it hilarious, it was still a horrible adaptation <laughs> of Mario. Nobody will agree. I, I, I'm, I generally think everybody would agree that. Mario is not Mario, the actual game. Nowhere in there is the essence of Mario captured in that movie, whatever that movie was. <laughs> it was hilarious, but maybe more hilarious because it just had a lot of references to Mario, which even the references were kind of off. But that's beside the point. Oh, there's always the sitcom. <laughs> the <That's> sitcom. <laughs> oh, that was so weird with Inspector Gadget and stuff on it. Uh, let's see here. Starkey also asks, so what's your thoughts on Sword Online Netflix adaptation? I, I don't know. I, I, it's just one of those ones where it's gonna, it's gonna be depend. And see, this is the, the, the thing because it's, you just, I just told you that I'm all for the idea of a Western company taking it and just making it their own rather than trying to be true because it's, it's not gonna work. It's gonna be cheesy. Um, and they have specifically, or at least the lady when she quote unquote sold the contract to Netflix, specifically put in there that they have to make sure that they keep to this contract that they will have a Japanese actors be the main characters. Um, and apparently that's supposed to be agreed upon. So I'm fine with that. But at the same time, I hope that they don't ruin it because of just to don't just find find a good actor to pull off the role uh, but again it also kind of falls in that realm of if you try too hard to make it Japanese actors in a Japanese game Could you made by Americans you know, it's probably going to fall apart Kirito. really quickly <laughs> um, that would be awesome Hiro Nakamura yeah, Kirito yeah. Yeah. I don't know like I said I, I, I want I would I would have rather if it's a western company to just get you know, Western actors put it together. And yeah, it could be a Western Japanese actor. That's fine. Um, but don't go out of your way to try to make it as faithful as possible because it's going to be cheesy. It's going to fall apart. Um, it, just, it, doesn't, it just doesn't work. But they could they could prove that wrong. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with them proving that wrong. Um, they screwed up Death Note. Not not entirely. Just did, they didn't capitalize on the material that they had. Um, but I'm, I'm for them pulling it off this time. Uh, your thoughts? If anybody can pull it off, it's Netflix. So, 
I mean, yeah, I think that I, it's it's the same with with Hollywood. They have the 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 ability to get the um the not CGI the uh, the effects <laughs> special effects. They have the ability to do the special effects and the 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 pull off a lot of the really cool stuff. I mean, get the the Matrix bro. Uh, uh, the Matrix uh, guys on it, and it can become something really amazing. But it's still going to be stuck in a westernized uh, world. So it's just as long as they're faithful to the original Sword on the Light. And I, when I say that, I mean actually do some digging into it. Find out what is what is the essence of Sword on the Line. I mean. Find out what what truly makes Sword Art Online such a special show. I I I I think back to like like we were talking about with with Mario. I mean, what makes Mario so special? It wasn't some kind of weird evolution thing that was going on, or um, Dragon Ball evolution and and the weird things that they had going on with that. Find out what actually makes the essence of that show work. Uh, says, do you think the decision... Which means you have to actually watch the show. (laughs) Yeah, would probably help. Uh, Do you think the decision to have Japanese cast was because of the backlash for Ghost in the Shell and Death Note? Yes, it was. It's the whole whitewashing thing that's going on right now. Um, I wish I would have gotten the same treatment as Death Note Netflix, but do you get... What do you guys... But do you guys think... What do you guys think? Uh, I guess we just covered that. Uh, do you guys want to see more westernized anime adaptations? We've pretty much covered that. Uh, but I don't want another Dragon Ball Z evolution now. Uh, that is the wrong way to do doing westernized adaptations. Um, agreed. Uh, says, uh, thanks for taking the time to read and answer the questions and have a fun and rest of your day. Thank you, Star K, for the great questions. Even though I completely dodged that whitewashing thing. It's just a really heated topic. Uh, I, I'm fine either way. I I don't like the I, I don't like forcing a, a creative director to take certain people into a role. At the same time, there is something to be said about um, creating something in a setting and not having actors that fit that setting. But at the same time, I like the creators to do what they want to do. That's that's and my then thing. Judge them based on how it turns out. Exactly. Um, I guess that's it. I guess it's a, that's all the questions we'll do for now. We have uh, still one, two, three, four, five, six. I thought we were going to actually wipe out these these questions, but uh, I guess six more questions. Um, keep them coming. We're technically in the realm of time that we'll be going back and forth with doing discussional podcasts and other topics. So this is the time more than ever that we'll, we'll kind of start chewing down on these questions. So if you guys have questions, definitely get them to us. Uh, post them in the anime question thread and on the forums and get get to talk with the community great people there so uh i guess that's it you have anything else to add before we conclude the podcast no not that i can think of i i had plenty to say earlier but i can't remember anything tired (laughs) i'm tired uh again thank you all for listening and y'all take care os Sort
優しく思うのだろう